Hello, Riverside, San Bernardino, Inland Empire, and listeners around the world. Welcome to the Truth Seekers Radio Show. I'm your host, Angeline Marie. Thanks for taking the time to join us. We're broadcasting from our flagship station, KCAA 1050 AM, the station that leaves no listener behind. If you're located in the Southern California Inland Empire, you'll find us on KCAA 1050 on the AM dial. But if not, you can always find us streaming on kcaaradio.com or talkstreamlive.com. You can also hear our program rebroadcast on Liberty Works Radio Network at libertyworksradionetwork.com or on Red State Talk Radio at redstatetalkradio.com. And you can check their website for broadcast days and times. Also, you can find podcasts posted on kcaaradio.com to listen at your leisure. And you can always learn more about our show at truthseekersradioshow.com. Today, my guest is Ann Saladin, and we're going to discuss the Girl Scouts and some of the changes taking place within the organization. Anne is the mother of a former fourth-generation Girl Scout and the creator of MyGirlScoutCouncil.com, a website documenting pro-life concerns about the Girl Scouts of America Council by Council. She is a Catholic stay-at-home mom to four children in Missouri and is a retired high school teacher. Anne's oldest daughter was a fourth-generation Girl Scout brownie until she and her family decided to Remain a Girl Scout would contradict their pro-life values. Anne has shared her, her family's experience and concerns over the Girl Scouts with pro-life groups, parishes, and clergy throughout Missouri and various other groups. Anne has been interviewed on several radio shows regarding this subject. So if you'll help me, welcome Anne. How are you doing today, Anne? I'm great, Angeline. Thanks so much for having me. So, Anne, if you could just tell us your fourth-generation Girl Scouts... And what, so then you start this website, My Girl Scout Council. What led to this? Can you just tell us your personal story and how you got involved? Sure. Um, You know, it began very innocently. Um, My oldest daughter was in first grade when information came home in our back-to-school packet through our parish. And, you know, that packet had all your usual information, the hot lunch menu, the calendar for the year. It also had an invitation for her to join the Girl Scouts and be a part of a troop at our parish. And as you mentioned, she, would have, she was a fourth-generation Girl Scout. So I had been a Girl Scout, my mom, my grandmother, and it was a wonderful experience for all of us and something that I definitely wanted her to experience as well. So it was a no-brainer to sign her up. Um, and, I, and, and to be fair, I have to say, she had a great experience. She was in it for three years. She had a wonderful troop leader. She participated in a lot of really fun, really educational, um, even some faith experiences that were great. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that's almost what makes the story even worse, is that there are so many good elements in the organization, but there's another side that people are, a lot of people are really unaware of, that they should know going into making this decision. Mm-hmm. Now, <clears throat> what types of activities did you start 
to notice that the Girl Scouts were involved in that maybe not when we were younger, maybe, you know, they weren't so involved in these types of things, or if they were, we, we didn't know about it. But what were the types of things that you started to see that you were uncomfortable with? Well, I became aware several years ago of some uh, activities that Girl Scouts were involved in on a national and international level. Um, conferences and and meetings and, um, you know, just advocating at UN events, at um, global issue events. And, you know, these were girls, girls, teenagers, but still girls as young as 16 are, per- are participating in different types of, um, of, of these types of examples. Closer to home, my own daughter in first, second, and third grade participated in an activity called World Thinking Day. And, you know, her activities were relatively benign, but one of the things that was a part of that was fundraising for the International Girl Scouting Organization. And as I'm sure we'll talk about, there's a lot of concerns on that level, and here she was in her little troop financing this international organization and, and financing these types of advocacy events and statements that were very contradictory to what we were trying to instill in her. Mm-hmm. Now, I've heard you talk in other interviews that some of these leanings, they call, they call this sexual and reproductive rights or, um, like you said, World Thinking Day. It's all. It's not just a local or a national organization. It's they're trying to even promote on an international. So could you talk a little bit more about maybe the sexual and reproductive rights or some of the agendas that are tied to? I thought you said the United Nations. Yes. Um, well, a little bit of background on how the Girl Scout organization is set up. Um, for those who are listening who have a Girl Scout or know a Girl Scout, a, a lot of times, you know, your focus is on the, is on the local level, on mm-hmm. your troop, and then the council. But what people forget, and what I, not only did I forget, I was not aware that my daughter was counted in this international Girl Scouting organization called WAGS. It's the World Association of Girl Guides and Girl Scouts. I had never heard of that. I didn't know that we were fundraising for it. I didn't know that we were using um, curriculum ideas. And um, that organization is made up of 10 million girls around the world. Three million of those members are Girl Scouts in the United States. So every girl who is a Girl Scout, whether she be a brownie or a cadet, a daisy even, um, if you are a registered Girl Scout member, your number is counted in that 10 million girls on the international level. And beyond that, there is a quota payment that Girl Scouts of the USA pays to WAGs based on how many registered members there are. So the more girls that register to be Girl Scouts in this country, the more money Girl Scouts USA pays to this international WAGS organization 
that all the girls are members of. Mm-hmm. Now, you asked about the UN. Um, so on the international level, and quite frankly, even on the Girl Scouts of the USA level, there are delegates that participate in different UN and, and beyond um, international events. And um, there, are, there are meetings throughout the year, some based in New York, because that's where the UN is, is based, and then there are other opportunities around the world for girls who are delegates representing WAGS or representing Girl Scouts USA to go to these meetings and not only to um, you know, bring their agenda to these meetings, but to hear the agenda of the entire meeting, it, you know, these girls are exposed to the ideas and the agenda that is a part of all these meetings. And there's, you know, a lot of, a lot of ideology there that is not something that I would want my daughter to bring back and to try to impart to her organization or to her troop or, you know, anywhere in her life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Anne, it's about time for us to take our first break. Uh, listeners, today my guest is Anne Saladin and creator of My Girl Scout Council, and we'll be back momentarily on the Truth Seekers radio show. Thousands of years, people from the Brazilian rainforest have used the Asahi berry for its amazing health benefits. Now we've learned it's also an amazing weight loss supplement. If you're looking to lose 10, 20, maybe even 50 pounds or more, then the Ultimate Asahi Diet may be your solution. The Ultimate Asahi Diet is loaded with pure organic Asahi extract powder and other great herbs like hudia and green tea. You'll burn fat, control your appetite, and get an energy surge like you've never felt before. If you want to lose 10, 20, maybe even 50 pounds, order the Ultimate Asahi Diet right now. We'll even give you a free bottle when you order two, plus give you free shipping. Call 800-430-4147, Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you. And your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the Internet. Let TalkStream Live transform the way you listen to radio. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Mobile talk radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. In a nation that has lost its way, Essays in Liberty is an important work. There has never been a time since the American Revolution that has called for a greater effort in teaching the principles of liberty. The vast majority of America has become liberty illiterate. Help revive our founders' vision of a constitutional representative republic. Fight for freedom today. Essays in Liberty will equip you to do just that. Order Dr. David Berman's latest book, Essays in Liberty, at smellthetruth.com. That's smellthetruth.com. 
Welcome back. You're listening to the True Seekers radio show today. My guest is Ann Saladin, the creator of MyGirlScoutCouncil.com, and we're discussing changes regarding the Girl Scouts of America. So, Ann, earlier I brought up this reproductive rights and how it might be tied to the U.N. agenda. So when they say sexual and reproductive rights, do you think that maybe they're hinting or teaching abortion? Can, can we go as far as to say that? You mean at these U.N. events? Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's their, it's their code. Um, it, it, it makes it sound a little more benign to keep the word abortion out. Mm-hmm. But when you're talking reproductive rights or you're talking family planning, especially when you put the word comprehensive with it, mm-hmm. it it's all-inclusive. So is it just about abortion? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Does it include abortion? Probably. Mm-hmm. Do you think the typical parent of a Girl Scout or Brownie really realizes what's going on and maybe seeing some of the things you realized? You know, I would use my example as, as very apropos here. I consider myself a very pro-life person. I grew up in a pro-life family. Um, I started going on the March for Life when I was in third grade. Um, You know, we have our kids in Catholic schools, and I didn't know. I didn't see it. In Mm -hmm. hindsight, there's so much that I see that I wasn't, I didn't know to look for it. And, And Girl Scouts is a smart organization. They sprinkle, they sprinkle this ideology throughout. So it's not condensed in just one area. Mm-hmm. That would be too easy to find. Right. But when you have a curriculum of books that girls have to work out of, and you have different examples in different books, you know, one book calling Betty Friedan um, and her work with the National Organization for Women as a voice for good, And in another book, you thank Gloria Steinem for her visionary contributions as a woman's activist. Um, You know, you also mention uh, Geraldine Ferraro as holding her up as a wonderful woman politician. Mm -hmm. When you start, when you look at these on an isolated basis, I don't know that it, it might give you pause, but you think, oh, that's just one example. When you start looking across the curriculum as a whole, when you start looking at the website and on their social media accounts and see the resources that they cite and the women and the organizations that they hold up as role models, and when you see who they don't hold up, you know, they have all kinds of organizations that they promote to the girls, like the ACLU, the Population Council, um, you know, the Sierra Club, different organizations that have very public pro-abortion policies that they are, you know, agendas that they are promoting. They don't have one organization in their entire curriculum of books from ages 5 through 18. Not one organization in their books takes a public pro-life position. Wow. So there's not even a balance there. Mm-hmm. There's no attempt at a balance. 
it's it's so skewed to one side right. that it's not an accident. It's a purposeful and subtle, I think, indoctrination of a generation of girls. Well, now that you know this and you've created my Girl Scout Council, I'm sure you have opportunities where you can maybe tell parents. Have you ever had an incident where maybe you did try to tell someone and they thought, well, come come on, that sounds a little far-fetched? Um, have I hear it all the time. Um, <laughs> the, that's, it, it sounds so unbelievable that people, and I, you know, people need to see the proof. And I, you know, I'm from Missouri. Our, our tagline for Missouri is we're the show me state. Mm-hmm. And I, I take that pretty literally. Um, I, it, it's not enough for me. I'm a, I'm, you know, I've started a website and I don't want to say that that's not a lot of work, but I really am. I'm a mom. And I spend a lot of time in my car driving all my kids to their different activities. Um, I I don't have a title. I don't have, you know, letters behind my name. I I really am proudly, actually, a soccer mom. So when I go and tell people, whether it be at the National Right to Life Convention where I gave a presentation or even at my own parish, when I say, here's something I, th- I think you might want to be aware of. The information is so incredible, especially because you're talking about the Girl Scouts. We all, so many of us as women, were Girl Scouts when we were younger. Mm-hmm. Everybody buys the cookies. Um, you know, it's a piece of America, and it has such a very positive connotation in most people's minds. That simply hearing some mom say, hey, I found some stuff out, it really isn't enough. So for me, it's really important to share the information by sharing the documentation to support the statements that I'm making. And one of the ways to be most effective with that is to make sure that the documentation that's shared is current. Um, I don't use anything before last year, before Mm -hmm. 2012, and all the information comes from Girl Scouts' own sites. It comes from their own materials. It comes from their own websites. So I'm simply sharing what's out there and available to people who are families and girls who are members of the organization. Is it true? I thought I heard you say in another interview that Planned Parenthood distributed a booklet to Girl Scouts called Happy, Healthy, and Hot. Is that true? Well, there was an incident in 2010 at a U.N. convention where Uh there was a Girl Scout delegation that was present. And it was a girls-only workshop, and so there were no adults except for the facilitators allowed in the room. And there was a woman there who is part of a a UN, kind of an international uh, watchdog organization, who was walking by and wanted to be, you know, just wanted to check out that particular meeting, and she was not allowed in. And after the meeting was over, she, as the girls were filing out, she came in, and she found some materials on a table 
that included that pamphlet. Now, she, you know, she, she says she found that pamphlet in that room. Girl Scouts, the Girl Scout organization says they did not distribute, they did not put the pamphlet into girls' hands. Mm-hmm. So I look at that and I will acknowledge it, it does become a he said, she said. Right. And I don't think there's proof on one side or the other about what really happened. Um, so I, I look at that. That was an incident that I found. My daughter was still a Girl Scout when I heard about that. Mm-hmm. And um, I look at that and say, if that was just an, ins- an isolated event and you, you can't necessarily prove what happened, that'd be one thing. But there are other examples, more recent examples, of girls participating at, for instance, um, a Women Deliver conference. This is, Women Deliver is an organization that doesn't even try to hide that they want to make abortion, unrestricted abortion, legal throughout the world. And WAGS, just, just this year in May, what they, that was a Women Deliver conference, and WAGS had a delegation of girls there, girls as young as 16. And the overarching theme of this conference was abortion rights. <clears throat> so I don't have to look too far or make too many leaps to see that this organization very much is involved in this type of ideology, taking girls there, having them bring the message back, and it's something that I just can't, not only can I not be a part of, but I Mm -hmm. know that there are other families who are as unknowing as I was. And I just think, I'm not telling anybody, you should be in the Girl Scouts, you should not be in the Girl Scouts. It's not my place. But what I am saying is, please make a fully informed decision. For some people to hear, there were girl, you know, there were Girl Scouts and Girl Guides at this, you know, this conference on abortion rights. Excellent. I think girls should be informed. You know, that's a personal decision. But know what it is you're signing up for. Know what it is that you're financing, mm-hmm. and then make that informed decision. And Girl Scouts is what age range from what to what? Five to eighteen. You can start as a kindergartner and go wow. all the way through uh, through high school. So if somebody goes through from start to finish, just think of all of the indoctrination they're going to come across in those years. I think that would Absolutely. have a, a big um, influence on them. Well, and you know their tagline is, you know, we're building girls of character. And yet, if you go on their website and you want to see, well, what, you know, if somebody says, gosh, I, I heard this radio show and I can't believe what I heard, I'm going to go to the Girl Scout site. Mm-hmm. On the Girl Scout website, their very first FAQ on social issues is, we do not take a position on abortion. Really? This is a, an organization that promotes itself as being the premier organization to build girls of character? And they don't take a position on abortion? See, here's the thing. My daughter now is 12, and my youngest is all the way down to two. I want my girls to have character, and part of their character will be, I hope, to stand up for life, to stand up for the defenseless from the moment of conception to, you know, elderly who need assistance, and Mm -hmm. everywhere in between. So no position on abortion is not the character that I want for my daughters. 
Okay, Ann, we're going to take our second break. Listeners, today my guest is Ann Saladin, and she's the creator of MyGirlScoutCouncil.com, and we're discussing changes regarding the Girl Scouts of America, and we'll be back right after this break. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-948-6817. 800-948-6817. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-948-6817 800-948-6817 Millions take comfort in God's Word on a daily basis. But what about the ones who cannot hear these precious words of truth? Where would I find hope? Imagine God's Word in the tongue of those who thirst for the same hope you enjoy on a daily basis. You can help them experience the same blessings you take for granted. This book is like a GPS system. I turn to it to chart my course as I begin each new day. Help someone hear God's Word for the first time by becoming a Wycliffe Associates volunteer and take part in the goal of Vision 2025, helping start a Bible translation in every language that needs one by the year 2025. Find out more by calling 800-THE-WORD. Who will show me the way? Make a difference and help share the hope of God's living Word. Call 1-800-THE-WORD. That's 800-843-9673. Or go to our website at WycliffeAssociates.org and find out how you can become a Wycliffe Associates volunteer. Welcome back. You're listening to the True Seekers radio show today. My guest is Ann Saladin, and she's the creator of MyGirlScoutCouncil.com, and we're discussing changes regarding the Girl Scouts of America. And Ann, do you have any contact information that you might like to give the listeners if anybody has any questions regarding the Girl Scouts? Yes, that would be great. Um, You've been kind enough to mention several times my website, which is MyGirlScoutCouncil.com. And if you go onto the website, um, you can certainly get, you know, you can contact me via the, email, the website. Uh, we also have a Facebook page and can be contacted that way as well. Um, if I can real quickly just explain on the, the website, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's 112 councils across the country, girls, local Girl Scout councils. And... Ambitiously, I have, um, am attempting to document concerns for every council and, and then put them by council, actually by state, um, on the website. And so 
if somebody, you know, is in California and looking for, for how, do, how do these concerns actually affect girls in my community, they can go onto the website and, and scroll uh, to find that information. The, all the councils share national and international concerns because all girls in different councils, of course, are counted in both of those levels. And then there are also particular ways that local councils, you know, decisions that they make, activities that they participate in, um, women that they honor, resources that they provide to the girls that, you know, just are more examples of this concern, this ideology, this agenda, infiltrating every level of the organization. Um, and then, of course, it's all documented. Mm-hmm. So that really is meant to be a tool to to assist people in seeing, you know, is this is this an issue in my area? And I I will admit that they this <laughs> I really I have my own family responsibilities and um it's it's quite a process, but if your council is not complete, I certainly would move that to the next top of the list and can get that done within a couple of, you know, a week or two mm-hmm. and get that back to somebody who would request that. Okay. And are there any alternative groups sprouting up now to the Girl Scouts since these changes are starting to be noticed more and more? Yes. And that's one of the things that's so beautiful about this conversation is um, that there are options. There is an organization called American Heritage Girls, and they are scouting in every sense of the word. It's service, it's camping, it's badges, um, but they're Christ-centered, and they're, tagline, they're pro-God, pro-family, pro-life. So there's no, no position on issues that matter to you know, people like myself. And this organization has actually been around since the 1990s. Um, it's in 48 states and is growing at a 50% growth rate per year right now versus the Girl Scouts, which has had a decline of 20% in its membership in the last decade. So a lot of people are you know, families are finding that this is a great alternative and because, of course, you still want your, your girls to be involved in a wholesome extracurricular activity. And so this provides that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, and for Catholics, I'll just, because I, you know, actually my daughters are not involved in, in an alternative. Um, American Heritage Girls is great. There's also Little Flowers Girls Club, which um, is, is a Catholic organization that focuses on catechism and Bible um, and saints to, to build activities centered on those ideas. So, you know, there, there are certainly options for families who want to continue to offer this type of activity, but to have every level of, of it, you know, be in complement to their values and beliefs. Mm-hmm. And I like your perspective on something, um, especially as the Boy Scouts, we've heard a lot in the news. It just seems like 
a lot of the liberal left goes after both the boy and the girl scout groups and in general i think pretty much for decades now people know pretty much where these groups have stood how the foundation and then you have now people coming saying that we're discriminating toward people because we don't accept you know, alternative lifestyles or whatever the case may be. And they, I think they know what the original ideas and ethics that the scouts stood for. But what I don't understand is why they feel the need to come and change these groups that have been around for a while rather than starting their own groups. What is your thought on this? I mean, obviously it's got to be intentional, but why don't they just start their own groups if they want these liberal left groups why don't they just start them um you know again this is simply my personal perspective on this just an opinion to be offered but what more fertile ground than the already existing organizations that count their membership already built in in the millions Mm -hmm. and you know what what is more brilliant then taking these these ideas, this ideology, and bringing it to the youth so that they grow up, you know, with this whole idea of moral relativism that I, I can't tell somebody else, you know, um, what's right and wrong. It, what's, you know, it's up to other people to decide what's right and wrong. And we all have different ideas of what right and wrong is, unless, of course, you have a more conservative view of what's right and wrong, then suddenly that's not okay. Uh, But I really think that it is about getting, you know, getting kids who are not fully formed in their ideas and and planting those seeds Mm -hmm. so that they, you know, that this will carry on as they become adults. And, um, uh, my hats are off to them. I, I do think it's a it's a great um, it's a great plan. I you know the Girl Scouts had Betty Friedan on their national board of directors for twelve years, twelve years in the seventies and into I think into the eighties. So this whole you talk about planting seeds. Um, you know, there's certainly more publicity about it now. And I think social media has really allowed people to share information and to see information in a way that wasn't available, you know, in previous decades. But I I think this has been chugging along in the Girl Scout organization, I suspect, for decades. And it's it's now exploding as they as people are able to see and share the information and as they become um, less, you know, less careful in maybe hiding that. Um, and, and you know, that's the situation we're in today. And do the Girl Scouts still um, say, on my honor, I will try to serve God in my country? Do they still say God? Some do. Uh, it, is, it is now an optional, <clears throat> it's an optional word. It's the only optional word in the promise. So girls are allowed to continue to say God, or they may interchange it with another word of, or deity of their choice, or they can eliminate it altogether. Hmm. Um, 
what is I heard you talk about Girl Scouts Journeys curriculum. What is yeah. that? That's when I talked earlier about the curriculum series, um, the books that girls uh, need to work out of. That is the official name of all the books that are sold and promoted, you know, written by Girl Scouts USA and sold in every local council bookstore. And so these are the books that girls work out of to, you know, to move up. Um, girls who earn the, the awards, the bronze, the silver, and the gold awards, which are the most prestigious Girl Scout awards, uh, kind of similar to an Eagle Scout award, um, girls have to work out of those books to earn their um, those awards. And so these are the books that I'm talking about that mention Gloria Steinem, Betty Friedan, Geraldine Ferraro, Dolores Huerta. Um, you know, the list kind of goes on and on, and, and corresponding organizations as well, without the same focus on, you know, women in organizations that hold a more conservative view mm-hmm. that are promoted to the girls. When I was doing research, it, look, it looks as though, well, you said that their numbers are dwindling, especially compared to American Heritage girls. And I noticed that they've got Mo- Michelle Obama now as a spokesperson. Do you happen to know what the Girl Scouts' latest message is? I mean, what they're using public relations-wise to get more members again? Yes, they, um, you know, if I stepped back and looked at the Girl Scout organization, not from a position of morals, but just, you know, a just an outside view, they're having additional problems. Um, there are people who are concerned about GMOs and the cookies. There are... Um, People, a lot of the camps are being sold off around the country, and people are very much up in arms about that. They have a huge pension plan, pension plan problem, um, and so you know there are. So in addition to this, you know my 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 particular perspective on this, they're facing kind of a barrage of issues, mm-hmm. and um, so they have. You know, Michelle Obama right now as the honorary first woman, uh, she's an honorary position, and they are taking the message to the local level, wanting troop leaders to go out and and round up girls to join. Um, They said, you know, we're not going to do billboards and take out ads in the newspaper. We're going to put this latest campaign on the backs of our troop leaders and local members, um, calling it a grassroots, you know, opportunity. I look at that and and think, well, it's a good money saver, too. Right. (laughs) Um, So it's an interesting way to phrase, um, you know, a a new way of doing this. But that is their current campaign to try to, you know, get more girls to to join. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, Ann, we have one more break to take. So, listeners, today my guest is Ann Saladin, the creator of My Girl Scout Council. We're discussing the changes regarding the Girl Scouts of America, and we'll be back momentarily on the Truth Seekers radio show.
There are three letters in the alphabet that strike terror in most of us. These are the three letters you need to avoid at all costs. I-R-S. If the IRS is coming after you for $15,000 or more in back taxes, you don't want to fight them alone. You need the help of the tax resolution experts at U.S. Tax Relief. They've helped thousands of people like you eliminate up to 85% of their delinquent taxes. If you qualify, U.S. Tax Relief can settle your tax debts for less than you owe, remove penalties and interest, and protect you from bank levies and garnishments. If you owe the IRS at least $15,000 in back taxes, call U.S. Tax Relief now for a free consultation and see how much money they can save you. Call 800-989-1694. For thousands of years, people from the Brazilian rainforest have used the Asahi Berry for its amazing health benefits. Now we've learned it's also an amazing weight loss supplement. If you're looking to lose 10, 20, maybe even 50 pounds or more, then the Ultimate Asahi Diet may be your solution. The Ultimate Asahi Diet is loaded with pure organic Asahi extract powder and other great herbs like hudia and green tea. You'll burn fat, control your appetite, and get an energy surge like you've never felt before. If you want to lose 10, 20, maybe even 50 pounds, order the Ultimate Asahi Diet right now. We'll even give you a free bottle when you order two, plus give you free shipping. Call Welcome back. You're listening to the Truth Seekers radio show today. My guest is Ann Saladin, and she's a creator of MyGirlScoutCouncil.com, and we're discussing changes regarding the Girl Scouts of America. And Ann, is, did you say the current CEO is Anna Marie Chavez? Yes. And can you tell us a little bit about her? Sure. She um, became CEO in, at the very end of 2011. And um, she is a young and energetic woman who I think, you know, really brings a lot to the table. One of the things that she has been um, very quick to to share with others, you know, I've mentioned several times I I am Catholic. Mm -hmm. She introduced herself to all the bishops in a letter where she talked about her faith and how influential it was in her life. She... I, I, you know, she left a few things out of the letter. Um, she left out the fact that she campaigned extensively for John Kerry. She left out the fact that she worked for years for Janet Napolitano and actually lists Janet Napolitano as one of her mentors mm-hmm. on par with her parents in terms of an influence in her life. And if we look at Janet Napolitano, um, she, of course, voted against a partial birth uh, or ban on partial birth abortions um, and, and other similar legis- legislation. Um, she was, prior to becoming the CEO for GSUSA, the national organization, 
she was CEO of a council in Texas, and that was one of the councils that continues to be in a coalition along with the local Planned Parenthood affiliate, and um, this coalition puts on activities and, um, you know, different different things for, for the public to participate in. Um, most recently, they did a... Um, something with, you know, don't mess with Texas, you know, circling around the Wendy Davis um, cry for, you know, against uh, the governor there and, and restricting reproductive rights. So um, that is a, it's a very established history within her own council. So, um, you know, is she a woman of faith? I'm sure she is. Does she, you know, does she perhaps choose to promote the same things that are important through her faith that maybe I do. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but, but she's, she's there and I think she's there to stay. And, um, I just think people, again, another example of let's see the whole picture here of, of what this woman is about. Right. I mean, she was probably brought on to continue whatever ideas they're trying to push. So, She's probably, my guess, going to go with the program. It, it appears that way. <laughs> anyway, Aunt, you know, you talked about uh, the all-infamous Girl Scout cookies. I was just curious, out of each box of those cookies that they sell, how much of that actually goes to the local groups? The local I think people groups? would be really surprised. Um, you know, you... You have these darling little girls, and, and my daughter was one of them, who, who goes door to door or stands outside the grocery store selling these cookies. Um, and your natural inclination is to think, this, you know, I'm going to buy this from this little girl to help this little girl. When the reality is that only about 15% of the profits go back to her, count, her troop. So... Um, the rest of the the rest of the profits, a lot of it, a very high percentage of it, goes to her local council. Um, and and if you go on mygirlscoutcouncil.com, there are uh, some pages of just lists of examples from councils across the country. That examples of these councils promoting, you know, women, you know, women politicians who are um, promoting abortion and activities and organizations that promote that as well. So, you know, the biggest percentage goes to these local councils. And then what, what is really downplayed is the fact that on every box of cookies, there's a licensing fee attached. And so there is a percentage of each box of cookies off the sales of that that goes to the national organization, Girl Scouts USA. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and that, you know, they sell over 200,000 boxes of cookies across the country every year. And when you look at that licensing fee that in totality that the bakers, you know, pay to GSUSA, it's millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just $1 for me would be too much. But millions of dollars is a significant amount, and there's no strings attached. It's their purview to decide where and how to spend, to spend that money. And what advice 
could you give to parents that are listening that maybe have their girls in the Girl Scouts of America? What advice would you give them? You know, um, at this at this point in kind of my journey with this, um, I don't know that I would have, I, I don't know how I would have answered this a few years ago, but I would pray on it. Um, it's, it's so tricky because oftentimes the, the experience that kind of on the surface in the troop, there's so much that's good about that. And there's a tendency, I think, for people to justify, to say, oh, but my daughter's having such a great experience and she, those things aren't touching her. Mm-hmm. Or we won't, we won't do that page of that book or we won't participate in World Thinking Day. Um, or, you know, we're going to earn the religious award. And, and, and that's what I hear a lot because my daughter earned those awards too. What people don't realize is oftentimes, you know, the Girl Scout religious award. It's not. It's a religious award through either the Protestant churches or the Catholic Church that are created by the Protestant denominations and the Catholic Church that Girl Scouts are allowed to earn, but so can any girl. So there is that temptation, and I really do understand it. It was so hard to pull my daughter out in fourth grade. She was the only girl in her class who wasn't a Girl Scout. And it's the reality of that, I, I, I'm not going to lie, it's difficult. How did, she your, ta- how did she take that, Anne? I mean, I'm sure you had to explain to her, but how did she take that? You know... We explained it to her on a very on her level. Uh-huh. We didn't get into Planned Parenthood, um, nothing graphic. But we mm-hmm. said, you know, she knew she already knew how we felt about the unborn, and we said, you know, there's a conflict here. To explain it to her, um, <laughs> I know your your audience will never meet my daughter, but she is um, she's a sassy little girl. <laughs> we have our hands full <laughs> with her. <laughs> Um, but I've been really impressed because there have definitely been moments when all her class on a Friday afternoon put their stuff in the cars to go camping and she came and got in my car. That was not an easy afternoon. And, um, I asked her, I said, you know, you know enough about this now. If I gave you the choice, what would you, you know, if it's your choice, what do you want to do? And I, she did think about it. It was not an immediate answer. But she said, I cannot, Mom, I can't be a Girl Scout. Mm-hmm. I can't be a part of an organization that doesn't love babies um, from the moment, you know, when, they're, when, they're, when they haven't been born. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it is an opportunity when we talk about instilling character and instilling values in our girls. This has been a tremendous experience that I think has formed daughter's character and i'm not i'm i'm not at all telling people you know i i hope people don't have to take the hard road um that i that my family has in some ways although the benefits have been pretty amazing as well in terms of our faith growing but um it's doable and the and the documentation is there now i don't think people have to go it alone the Mm -hmm. way my family did and that's sort of the genesis of putting this website together Get the information and share it and give people time to really go through it, go through it critically, but just avail yourselves of the resources that are out there. And, um, you know, if somebody still has further questions, I'm, I'm 
available, um, to, you know, to help anybody through who, who has additional questions or concerns. And, you know, at the end of the day, people just have to make the decision that's right for their family. And this will be a different decision for different families, and, and that's okay, too. Mm-hmm. But, um, again, I always go back to make an informed, a fully informed decision about what activities, you know, kids are involved in. Right. Okay, Ann. Well, listen, thanks so much for taking the time to talk to us today. Listeners, today my guest has been Ann Saladin. She's the creator of MyGirlScoutCouncil.com. Check out her website. And thanks for listening today. And until next week on the Truth Seekers radio show, God bless.